Well, welcome back to Ray Vance, the podcast. It's your host, Rachel Shawn. I'm back with another episode. It looks like we have some new Vantas. So shout out to the new Vantas. Hand clap for y'all. I don't know if y'all can hear that. But anyway, um, shout out to y'all. I appreciate, you know, you guys for tuning into the show. Um, if you feel compelled to please donate to the show, share the podcast, go follow the Instagram page, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just show me support in the amount of ways you can on Instagram and everywhere. Uh, on Instagram, it's Ray Rance, the podcast. Every other platform is Rachel LaShawn. So you're either going to find Rachel LaShawn or Ray Rance, the podcast, and you can follow me, subscribe to the YouTube channel and just really support the show. In every way you can. You know what I'm saying? I'm not picky. I'm not going to demand anything. But I do appreciate just listening to the show is, for one, a number one way you can support. But number two and um, secondary way of supporting the show is just really uh, sharing it, letting your friends, cousins, sister, brother, mama know about the show. Like, you know, seriously, I like I appreciate y'all. So thank you, Ranters. If you are an OG rancher, then you know that the podcast has changed. If you don't know, I'm going to say it again. Um, we went from Wednesdays at 6 p.m. to now Mondays at 8 a.m. And I did this because um, after looking at the numbers, you guys really listen and tune in sometime between Monday and Wednesday, right? And it's usually during the day. It's not usually at night and it's not towards the weekend. So because of those numbers and statistics and logistics, we have changed the podcast to Mondays at 8 a.m., um, usually really is at 7 a.m. because I want to allow time for everything to be updated, but I tell you guys 8 a.m. <laughs> so you can guarantee and count on this podcast being released every Monday at 8 a.m. And that is the new um, podcast time. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and I appreciate it so very much. Um, like I said, share, subscribe. Uh, follow on Instagram, donate if you want to. There's a link in the bio where you can literally donate. Any amount is accepted. I really do not care. I just appreciate the um, attendance, honestly. Um, but this week, this topic, um, this week's topic, I'm going to piggyback off last week's topic. Um, because I spoke about last week, um, how do you know your man is in love with you? And I want to talk about this this week, um, but more in a general context, because I realized from the feedback that I got from some of you guys listening to the show, and it's, and it's not no shade, no tea to anybody that gave me feedback. Cause a lot of people said they enjoyed the show. It was an amazing episode. Like, Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. But I'm going to point out (laughs) that many of us do not know what love is. I'm going to say that many of you do not know what love is. Um, I noticed that a lot of people attach love to an action, right? Um, I don't I don't I don't think love is an action. You know, because let me be honest, I show up to work Monday through Friday all the time. But that doesn't mean that I love it just because I'm consistent in it and I and I'm there and I'm dependable does not mean that I love it. Right. Um, For instance, if I'm talking about more of a relationship type aspect, um, 
my mom, today's her birthday. Shout out to her. It's October 10th. Uh, you guys will listen to this October 11th, but um, it's my mom's birthday, right? I love my mom. I don't do a lot for my mom, not because I don't want to do a lot for my mom, but because she's a successful black woman. You know, she's married at that. So it's like very hard to do for someone that has almost everything that they want. I think the only thing that I could give her that she can't give herself is paying off her mortgage. Right. Because that's a large amount. But like. I would love to pay off my mom's mortgage if I'm ever, which I will be. But when until I'm able to pay my mom's mortgage off, like and pay her uh, car loan off, those are probably the two biggest things I would do for my mom. I still love her. I just I, I just don't really show it. So let's talk about that. Like there's no there's no actions I can do for her. There's nothing I can necessarily do for my mom. That um, she can't do for herself, right? And this is why it's so important to have this conversation, especially when we talk about um, in today's times with relationships and things like that. Why it's so important to reanalyze or restructure the what we think love is. Because like I said, when it comes to my niece and nephews, my sister, like all of these people, like the women in my family, the people in my family are very strong, independent, um, self-sufficient people. So how do I show someone I love them when they're, when they're capable and fully able to provide and take care of themselves? I mean, yeah, like who wouldn't want their mortgage paid off or who wouldn't want their car paid off and stuff like that? But those are a significant amount of money. Like that's you, I would have to be well off and wealthy to be able to do that for everyone I love but that's something that's really extravagant but I'm just saying like to me love is not an action I don't think I think it's a feeling I really do think it's a feeling more than an action um word right um because like I said I brought up the um the the analogy of like you know you show up to work every day you're there but that doesn't mean you love them It doesn't mean you love your job just because you do that consistently, right? It's a feeling. Think about your kids, right? Them badass motherfuckers get on your nerves every fucking day. I know. I know. It was so funny. My niece, my niece was over here and my, (laughs) yo, this is funny as shit. Let me tell this story real quick. My niece is over here, right? Uh, Well, my niece and nephews are all over here, but my niece is in the living room with me and my sister and um, she needs to like wipe off her glasses or whatever. So my sister says, uh Aaliyah go in the bathroom uh get a paper towel and like wet it just a little bit and come back so I can clean your glasses off she says okay she's gone for like five minutes or more but we weren't paying attention because we were talking she comes back with a little bit <laughs> like this little like a little piece of paper towel like not the full paper towel but like a little piece like a corner of it that she soaked and wet and wet it and then brought it back to my sister and was like, okay. And my sister was like, what the fuck is this? This was not what I asked you for. You did the exact opposite. I said, she literally brought you a little piece of paper towel, soaked it with water. When you asked for a whole paper towel with a little bit of water, man, we just busted out laughing. Cause it's like, I know them kids be on y'all fucking nerves. I know it. I mean, it doesn't get on my nerves because I don't deal with her every day. But if I had to deal with that every day, I'm pretty sure I would be aggravated, right? But you show up for your kids 
every single day, right? You, you feed them, you give them clothes and shelter, and you try to give them the best life that you can. But that's not, the, all of those actions and stuff like that, that you do for them, is mainly because they can't do it themselves. Like, let's be honest, like these kids are not, when they're kids like that and they're adolescent, they're not able to do all those things for themselves. So I don't believe that you do those things because you love them. They're just really incapable of doing it. Like my damn dog cannot pour his dog food out of the dog bag, right? I have to do that shit um, myself for him, right? But for me, for me, I love, you love your kids. And like, you love, like, I love my dog because it's a feeling of companionship, right? It's like, why would I starve my child, right? And have them possibly die on me. You know what I'm saying? Like, who, how can I, how can I make sense of this? It's like, you don't feed your children provide clothes over them and all of that stuff because you love them you do that because they're incapable of doing it themselves right until they get to a, a, a age or uh, a time in life where they are able to do those things for them for themselves it's when you stop right and just because you stop you know feeding them and you stop um clothing them and bathing them doesn't mean that you love them less and less and less right no it's more of a feeling that you have about your child right that 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 you know you love them right because even when they become self-sufficient and they're able to do everything on their own right you you still love them it's a feeling that you have about them that will never change no matter possibly who they are and what they do and who they grow up to be right that's what it is so when i think about love and we talk we're talking about love right now on a platonic level but i want to talk about love more on a romantic level and how really there's no difference between there's only one difference between platonic love and romantic love and how it should be shown and the only difference is intimacy and sex that's the only things really that i could say that's that's the divide between my friends and family and my romantic partner who i'm dealing with right it's just really for us or for me it's it's the intimacy and sex that's a part of the romantic the romantic love but besides that love that i have for each person shows up differently right it just shows up differently so when i think about what love is it is not the actions that y'all think it is it is not the doing that you think it is it is literally the feeling that you have about someone that is just rarely ever going to change right it just is it's rarely ever going to fucking change so when i think about okay it's not what this man can do for me not not for me anyway like i don't care if a man had all the money in the world if i didn't love him it would be very hard for me to stay with him right and i would have to love we talked about last week how love is not what you do for someone but like more about their personality and characteristics about them that is just something that's not going to really change so like um you know 
if I love my man because he's super funny, goofy, he makes me smile, he can make me laugh, like brighten up my day, all that shit, right? That's what I love him for. And, and we talked about that. So when we think about love, a lot of you guys are thinking about love from an action point of view. And that's not necessarily the case. Because like I, I brought up many examples from here and now. But it's, how can I put this? Love is not what y'all think it is. And I want to restructure that. I want to talk about today how we got to, how we have to come off the idea that Love is a um, action. It's really more of a feeling, right? Especially when we talk about being in love with someone. But when I even when I even want to have love for someone, I love their character. I love their personality. I love who they are within, not their possessions, not what they can give me. That's a bonus, right? That's all a bonus. But I notice that a lot of us don't have that idea about love. And romantic and platonic, stop seeing it as something different. It's really not the way you show up and show love, right? And intimacy can actually be included in platonic uh, lovers, like your like your family, your, your uh, friends, you know, by giving them a hug, by um you know just laying up watching a movie like that's all a form of intimacy and really the only difference between the love you show your family and the love you show your partner is sex right that's that's the only thing and i and when i think about sex i don't think sex is mm, i would have to say i don't really think sex is a a form of love like an action that you do because you love someone i don't think so Right, because I'm attracted to many men out there. there men, are, there's a lot of fine ass men out there, right? But just because I would have sex with them does not mean that I would love them, right? There's some like how many times, ladies, have you fucked a man and his personality was shitty, trash, but that dick was hitting, but that personality and everything else about that man was fucking garbage, right? So we can't really attach attach sex to love not not in my opinion not in my opinion i don't think so and the same thing for men like how many times have you fucked a woman pussy was good but she was a trash ass woman like she was just sorry she wasn't really about nothing it was toxic like you know what i'm saying we've all been there and done that before so we can't even say that having sex with someone is a is a way of showing that you love them right I can't think of one action that t- lets me know a man loves me other than just really having the respect for me, right? Let's talk about respect. You know, let's talk about um, how loving someone is having that respect for them, right? Like my mother, I love my mother, right? So it's just a level of respect that I have for her of just lines that I'm not going to cross, even when she pisses me the fuck off, right? There's just um, there's just certain things that I'm just not going to, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go there with my mother because of the respect I have for her, right? Unconditional, right? And a lot of us don't, have unconditional love toward, towards our romantic partners. We put so many conditions nowadays on the people that we date and that we are in relationship with. Like, 
Okay, my mom, I was I was just having this conversation with my therapist. I was like, why is it that like, because I'm not going to lie, my mom's a little toxic. I love her to death. She has a lot of great qualities about her, but her 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 good things are also her bad things, right? And she's a little toxic. And I was telling my therapist, I was like, see, I love my mother so much. But had she not be my mother, like, what if she's not my mother? She's actually uh, a romantic partner or something, right? A boyfriend. If it was a boyfriend I was talking about, how many people would line up and say, cut your mom off, let her go, disconnect all type of communication, move on with your life easily, right? Easily. So many people would tell me that. But... This is not a boyfriend. This is not a romantic partner. This is my mother. So so the context is different of I don't I didn't really hear too many times, oh yeah, you need to cut your mom off. You need to let her go. You need to stop talking to her. You need to stop fucking with her. I don't get that because it's your mom. You only get one mom, right? Um and it's just crazy because like I said, when it comes to these two things and these situations, when it comes to love, it's like Oh, it's unconditional when it comes to, like, mom, dad, brother, sister, you know, immediate family. But when it comes to, like, romantic partners, so many standards. If it doesn't if it doesn't serve you, you got to let it go and all this other stuff. Like, there's so much um, independence talk when it comes to y'all romantic partners, but not our family members. And that's wild to me, right? Now, I understand, like, you know, my mom, I love her. But it's just like I do have to distance myself from her because of her, uh, a little bit of her toxicness, right? And I can't cut her off completely just because, like, you know, that's your mom, right? It's it's understandable if you if I want to maintain a toxic relationship with my mother, right? Versus if I want to uh, maintain a toxic relationship with my partner, it's it's different, right? It's like no, if that's your boyfriend, if that's your girlfriend, they're toxic, you need to let them go. But when we look at love. With the romantic partner and with our family, I think we need to stop separating it. I think we need to stop making it a divide and and putting unconditional love under our family and putting conditional love on our romantic partners. Because, like, let's be honest, the same boundaries I should I have for my romantic partner, I should have for my family members. Should I not? I want to talk about that. Should you have the same boundaries for your romantic partner as you do for your family? I like to say I do. You know, I like to say I have the same boundaries. Now, my mom has never done anything that I think was just really, really bad um, as some of my romantic partners have. But um, she's done some things, right? So, so when I think about some of the boundaries I place on my mother, it's like, okay. But when I think about the boundaries I place on my romantic partner, mm, maybe not so much. And I'm starting to reprogram myself as it relates to love and the way I view love and what love looks like in every area of my life, right? Because... I don't I don't want to have all these standards for my man and let my family drag my ass, you know, in, in circles. Right. Because 
let's be honest, like when I say romantic and platonic relationships really are one in the same. How you show up in your family and if you like, let's just say you're very passive aggressive in your family, right? You let your mom talk to you any kind of way. You let your dad talk to you any kind of way. You let your brother, sister, cousin, auntie, whoever talks to you any kind of way. You don't think you're going to do that. You don't think you're going to allow that in your romantic partner. Right? Right. So when I started becoming this new woman of, you know, setting my boundaries, knowing my worth, having value, you know what I'm saying? Especially as it related to me dating men, I had to also place those same standards on my family. Yeah, they're family and we're blood related, but I had to come to the conclusion like, look, if it gets to this point, I am cutting you off no matter who you are. Right, because I have those same standards for my romantic partner. Right, I have those same standards for. Okay, sorry, I'm <laughs> sorry. I got a notification, but I have those same romantic uh, standards for my romantic partner. So, it's like when we want to talk about love, especially when it comes to platonic and romantic, they are one in the same. Unconditional love is unconditional love. Right, boundaries are boundaries. Right. So I, 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 um, this reminds me of, um, Prince Donnell. He's, uh, well known on Instagram, like as a business guy or whatever. He dates this woman, Dana Chanel. They're, well, not dates. I'm sorry. They're actually married. Correction. Um, correction. They're married. It's Dana Chanel and Prince Donnell. If you don't know who they are, go look them up on Instagram. But Prince Donnell says something that has stuck with me and I and I think about it a lot, right? He said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And at first I didn't agree with that or I didn't really internalize that. But somehow it, it's coming to the forefront now and I'm going to bring it up as it relates to love and how we view love, right? How I allow my family, my friends... You know, whoever I involve in my life to love me is how I'm going to allow, you know, of course, my boyfriend to love me, my husband to love me. Right. If I if I let if I let family, friends or whoever half ass love me, I think I'll let my boyfriend half ass love me, too. Right. And it makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. Right. And. um that's that idea right there is what has made me really rethink what I think love is. I mean, like I said, my mom is a successful woman, has her own place, has her own house, will give you her last. Let me say that she will give you her last. Right. And so I find myself attracting men, you know, that that. Um, so let me let me have a little moment of transparency here and let me share a little something about my childhood and my personal life right because it's very rants what the fuck <laughs> um but no um like I said my mom is successful you know she hasn't always had it all together you know she's not super rich or anything but she has made her a, a nice life for herself right my mom will give you everything you ask for everything because she loves because she says I love you I'm gonna give you everything right but she would use that same thing that she gives you over your head right 
she would she, whatever she gives you, she will use against you and hold it over your head. So how that ended up showing up for my romantic life was um I literally would not talk to men with money or men that made way more money than me. I would not I would not deal with men like that. And uh I found myself dating men who needed me. Right? I, I like that wouldn't have like their their basic needs met, right? I would find men who who needed me more than I needed them, who needed a place to stay, who needed a car, who needed a job. I would find men like that because in my mind, if I if I date a guy that has a lot more money than me, he can he can give me anything that I want, right? He's gonna take that and use it over my head and and kind of dangle it over my head like my mom did, right? And this is why I say <laughs> love is not an action at all. It is a feeling that you have with someone or about someone, right? I'm sorry. It's, it's a feeling that you have about someone. It's not what you can do for them at all, at all, right? So so that is why I had to rethink like, no, fuck that. I don't want to date no more broke men that need me. I want to date men that don't need me, that have money, that 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 would care less if I could uh, co-sign for a car for them, or if I could, or if I had a place for them to stay. Fuck that! I don't want to date men like that no more, right? <laughs> and I stopped caring less about oh, well, if they did something for me, they can take it away, right? Because I had to heal and rethink what I what love is, right? Because like I said, not saying that my mom doesn't love me. I know my mom loves me. Um, just because she cares about my overall well-being at the end of the day. She cares more about my safety. She cares more about things like that. That's how I'm, I'm, I know that she actually loves me, right? Because it's, it's, it's my actual livelihood my mom cares about at the end of the day, despite our differences, right? So when I think about what love is, it is definitely more of a feeling than it is an action, Way more, right? And we got to reparent ourselves. And we have to retell ourselves what love is. Because I spoke about it last episode as well, right? Um, I spoke about how, you know, a lot of things, what we do for others is for their acceptance. When I would accept men that had less than me, that didn't have as much as me, that would need me, I was doing for them over I, I mean the shit I've done for niggas is embarrassing. Okay, let me just say that. It's embarrassing. But I did those things more for their acceptance like I like I wanted from my mom, right? Wanted my mom's acceptance so fucking bad. Um right but I I knew at some point I wasn't gonna get her acceptance and I tried to show up um in that same way in my romantic relationships and overdo and overgive and um I, I never became her in a sense of oh I'll take it away like you know my, like I said I never like dangled that um above their head like oh I did this for you I'm gonna take it back because you're not doing this for me like not in that sense but like 
I did those things like overgave, overshared, um, invited any and anybody to my home. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I did all of those things more for acceptance than it had anything to do with the way I loved them. Um, I, I did all of those things just for acceptance, right? And that's something I want to remind you guys that doing what you do for other people has, has nothing to do with the love, right? Because once they get to a place where they can be self-sufficient themselves and they can start doing for themselves, you're going to get nervous, right? You're going to feel nervous as fuck because you're going to be like, they don't need me anymore, right? How will they still be able to accept me? How would they still be able to choose me now that they're in a position to do everything they want to do for themselves? Are, are y'all catching are y'all catching the vibe? Are y'all catching the tea? Right? Cause I had I had like for, I think I had a prime example, right? My ex, right, he didn't he didn't have a phone. His phone was broken. So for about six months or so he just didn't have a phone i think possibly because he couldn't afford it or whatever so everyone like all his friends everyone would just contact me and to get to him you know and that was fine because i was like at least i know he's not texting any bitches at least i know he's not out here fucking hoes because he doesn't even have a way of communicating with them right and then someone gave him a phone um gave him like one of the newer iphones and i remember that feeling i got like where i was just like Oh, he has a phone now. He can talk to whoever he wants to talk to. He can text whoever he wants to text and no one has to go through me anymore. And there was a feeling of like, oh shit, he's not going to choose me anymore. He's not going to want to accept me anymore. He's not going to be here anymore because he doesn't need me anymore. And I'm bringing all of this up just to talk about how if we reparent the way we sh- the way we think love is and take away from the idea that love is an action right we can know when someone really loves us or loves what we do for them right if we take away you got to do this 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 and this for me right especially if it's monetarily right if we take those things away and, and think more about, does this person genuinely care about my well-being at the end of the day? My livelihood, my my security, my me being safe. Like, do they care about that more than they care about what I do for them? Because this brings back to the topic I was talking about with your kids. Just because you don't spoon feed them anymore doesn't mean you love them any less. Just because you don't, you know, put their clothes on every day as they get older and they're able to do that for themselves doesn't mean you love them any less. They become more self-sufficient, but you see what I'm saying? I'm saying this stuff to say <laughs> you doing all this shit that you do for your kids is not love. Let me say that is not love. Right, because then you get parents that's like, "Oh, I provide a roof over your head and clothes on your back and all of that stuff," and they try to throw that up in your face. Right? We've all had those type of parents, right? That's like, "I do all of this stuff for you." Well, let's be honest, <laughs> I'm only twelve. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this, like you're only twelve years old. I couldn't even go get a job and support myself if I wanted to. If I'm sixteen, I can't even go apply for an apartment. So you kind of have to you know provide shelter for me so let's let's talk about as an individual the things you do for someone is not 
that does not mean that you love them. Hopefully, I'm making sense, y'all. You know, I'm going on a rant as it's Ray Rants the podcast. But um, no, seriously, I'm just saying this to say, like, the things we do for people is not out of love. It's the feeling that we have towards them, right? A lot of us want our children to be sheltered. Well, I don't have children yet, FYI. But you would want your children to be sheltered because... You wouldn't want you wouldn't want to be sheltered and your kid on the outside on the patio. You know what I'm saying? Sleeping under the, you know, you wouldn't want that shit. That ass. Like it's the feeling that you have for them. It's the care that you have for them. That's like, no. If I'm in my bed in a warm bed, I want my child gonna be in a warm ass bed. Like that's more about it. It's not because you bought this bed and it's the money you spent and the job and the hours you work. Like no, no. No, let's let's reprogram what we think love is, right? It's not that, right? And it's like you put clothes on their back because you don't want them to be uncomfortable in some tight-ass, old-ass clothes that don't fit them because you know how that feels nine times out of ten when you're wearing some shit that's tight and uncomfortable. It doesn't make you feel the best, right? You care about how your children feel more than, oh, I'm buying these clothes for you. No, like, let's let's stop that, right? And I'm talking about it from more, I'm bouncing back and forth between platonic and romantic again. It, reiterating this again, because the way we love, the way we love one thing is how we love everything. The way my mom loves me and the way she treated me and my sister growing up, you think she doesn't treat her husband like that? <laughs> And this is where Prince Darnell's statement of how you do one thing is how you do everything really stuck with me. And I'm bringing it to the forefront of this love topic because literally how you love one person is how you love everybody. So think about how do you love your children? How do you love your boyfriend, your girlfriend? How do you love your mom? How do you love them? Right, because I promise you, it has little to nothing about what you can provide and do for them, but more about how you show up in their lives as an individual. Are you calling? Are you checking in? Are you caring about their well being? You know what I'm saying? Are you a listening ear to your friends, to your family, to your boyfriend? That's love, not. Oh, um, like think about when you buy your significant other a gift, right? You're like, damn, like for me, this is some shit I'll do. If I knew my man had a long work week, right? He was stressed out, yada, yada, yada. But I know that he loves, um, I know that he loves beer and weed, right? I don't know. I'm just throwing some shit out there. He loves smoking weed and drinking beer at the end of the day, right? I might go out there, buy a pack of beer, buy two things of weed. I don't know. I'm just saying that because I don't buy weed. <laughs> I know it'd be like two grams and all that shit, but neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, let me get two weeds, please. No, I'm kidding. But like, I would go, you know, have weed for him, have drink for him. You know what I'm saying? Give him, get his best food or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not doing it like, oh, look at what all I bought you. I'm caring more about, I want my man to feel better. I care about his mental health. 
right? I'm not buying all of this shit like his weed, his drink, his food. I'm not buying basketball tickets or football tickets. You know what I'm saying? To be like, look at the money I spent on you. Like, no, I'm doing that because I know you had a fucked up week, right? I want to make you feel better. I want your mood to change. I want you to smile. I want you to be happy. That's what it is, right? It's more about that. It's more about the way you feel about me loving you, right? Right. Especially when we start talking about um, um, love languages, right? And how we can love someone else. Because you may be a gift giver, right? You may be someone that's like, oh, I'm going to buy my girl all this shit. I'm going to buy her purses, shoes, all this stuff. Some women love that shit. Some women do. And then there's some women that's like, really? You could have been good with buying me my favorite Chick-fil-A meal and iced coffee and some weed. And we could have just kicked it out the house. I would have loved that over a fucking purse. Right? So it's like, when we think about buying people things and doing things for people, it is more about the feeling it's going to provide for them. Versus the action itself. Like if I'm not a purse and shoes type of girl. I would rather have weed or something like that. Just because you bought me this stuff. That would not probably make me feel better. It would probably just be like. Ah, I don't really want to. I don't really care for that purse. That purse going to sit there collecting dust. Right. Because not everyone receives love the same way you do. Right. So when we talk about love languages. Right. Like touch or affirmations or things like that We have to consider how we're going to show love to that person That's going to make them feel the most love Right I'm definitely a gift person Like if I'm more of like a uh, What's that uh, love language where you like do for people Like uh, I would I would appreciate someone doing for me More than actually buying me things Like I'm so simple. Like I said, I'm an iced coffee girl. If you give me a $20 uh, Starbucks and like here, go get your coffee for the rest of the week. Like, yo, I'm going to be ecstatic. I'm going to be fucking happy. Like, oh, I got a Starbucks car. Like, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just because I love iced coffee. But I'm saying all of this to say, reparent, reteach yourself what you think love is. Reteach yourself what you think love is. That's all. And how you love one person is how you will love everyone. So let me say this. How you love one person is how you will love everyone. That's why this guy, one time I was dating him, he used to say, oh, you're a unicorn. You're special. All these other hoes, all these other women out there are trash. And I never took that as a compliment because I'm like, if you could disrespect all these other women but think I'm so special that, oh, I'm the exception to the rule, it defeats the purpose because how you love me is how you will how you should love everyone. Not just me because it's me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. If I'm a giver type of person, I'm gonna I'm gonna give to everyone, whether I know them personally or not. Right? That's 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 just how I that's how I show up for people. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like yeah, you give more to other people, um, who you know more personally versus somebody that you don't know that much. But if I'm a giver, I'm a give. 
right? And that's why I don't that's why I don't like when men be like, "Oh, you're a unicorn. You're special." If you don't have respect for all women, you don't have essentially respect for me. You just you just like me for right now. What what about when I piss you off? What about when I make you mad, right? Are you are you going to love me and respect me the same? Probably not. I'm going to be just like them other bitches, right? <laughs> yeah, so that is why I'm saying what I'm saying as it relates to that's why I'm saying what I'm saying as it relates to love and how we show up for one person is how we show up for everybody in our lives. So when we talk about boundaries and standards and all of this good shit that people like to reiterate on TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and yada, 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 apply that to everybody in your fucking life, right? Everybody. The, the boundaries should be the same. The love should be the same. The, the things you do for people should be the fucking same. It should. Like, if I would give you $20 because you're my, you're my sister, right? I would give my boyfriend $20, right? Because he's my boyfriend. And if I, don't expect my, if I don't expect my sister to pay me back, why would I expect my boyfriend to pay me back? I don't know. Hopefully you guys got something out of this. I know I just ranted and talked my ass off and went in circles and detours and all types of shit. But let me know what you think of this podcast. Like I said, we're going to have a part two to the last episode. Is your man in love with you? Um, And I hope to see you guys next week as I drop another episode. Bye.